You are listening to Destiny Pizzas. Today is Wednesday, December 11, 2019, week 314. I'm Drew Patel. I'm Mike Stesco. And this is Destiny Pizza. Let's get into the We Viewed Reviewed, Mike. Let's do it. Did you watch the second movie on this list? Yes. Okay. So, I'll let you review. Should I do that first? Should we do the Let's do Irishman? this one first. Okay. Okay, so I... Talk. Gotcha. I saw Parasite, which you watch. Yeah. Crazy movie. Very enjoyable. This is the same director as um, uh, Train to Busan? Is that the same director? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. What did this guy direct? He directed other Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Okay, that was what. And Oakjaw. There we go. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Um. Yeah. So this movie. Uh. I dug this movie a lot. Really cool. It's right on my wheelhouse. This type of movie. And, and yeah. the host. Oh, okay. Didn't watch that yet. That's the one where the. It's like a giant squid in the. Yeah, we watched the trailer for that. I think. Um. But yeah. Basically, Korean, this this family bonkers movie, very bonkers. I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, it's, this family. Well, this first this guy. Basically, they're he pretends to be someone else to get this job at this house working for this family. And yeah, then, like his friend is like, I'm a tutor at this rich family's house. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, but I want you to go because I got to go somewhere. Or something. And I only trust you with this girl. <laughs> yeah, because I want to date this girl. Yeah. I was kind of surprised that didn't come back around. Like, you don't see his friend again. Yeah. I would have thought that would have came back around. But that never did. In Parasite 2. <laughs> Parasite 2, yeah. That's Parasites. A, <laughs> Parasites. But yeah, and then it gets, like, it has its distinct, this type of movie. And then it kind of, like, shifts, and you're like, whoa, what the, what? what? <laughs> yeah, because, like, um, I remember before I saw the movie, they're like, the tease in the trailer, mm-hmm. they tease the basement. Yeah. And you're like, what's in the basement? Mm-hmm. And there's like the jars of like the plums. Yeah. And I was like, is this what Korean people, is this like a normal <laughs> Korean thing? That's the other thing because this movie is very Korean. Yeah. You're like, is this normal or is yeah. this the twist? Like, does this involve the twist? <laughs> That's true. He's like, is this how it is in Korea or yeah. is like this the crazy part or what? Yeah. So, yeah. I was like, maybe there's a monster that they have to feed in the basement. Yeah. Like, I, my mind went. Oh, it could be anything. Yeah. It could be anything. Yeah. Never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined it was this. No. <laughs> no. No. I was, no. I was like, oh, I, no, no, I have no idea what's going on. Did you. How intense do you think it was? Like, do you know what? Because remember, I told you, I was like, there's this yeah. part where you're like, this is where it's going to oh, go yeah. wrong. And then it's like, yeah. your anxiety goes to 11. Oh, for sure. Very, very intense movie. Yeah. Because they, they lull you into a false sense yeah. of like, ah, it's this. Okay. Oh, oh ooh, ah, yeah. And then it's like, whoa. Like, then it. Well, because I, there's something that happens and I'm like, how do you not know what's going to happen next? Like, how, like to the family. I'm like. We all know what's going to happen yeah. next. How do you not know? Exactly. You should figure this out. <laughs> and then even that isn't what happens. No. It goes even crazier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it goes it goes deep. Like I, knew, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna happen," and then it was like, "No, there's more. There's yeah. even more." And you're like, "Whoa!" Did not know <laughs> what was going on. I think we should yeah. do a a movie. What was it what did we used to do? Pizza party, where Pizza we watched the movie commentary. Yeah. Oh yeah, commentary track. Movie. We should do it on this movie. We should find a Korean person. Yeah. Be like, is this normal? <laughs> and just ha- watch the movie with the. I don't. Do we know any Korean people? Let's see. Top of my head. I'm sure I we do, no. but I'm sure we do, but like not that we're close enough to really ask. <laughs> Maybe Bobby Lee, Daniel Day Kim. <laughs> no, of Korean people. I know Korean. Yeah, <laughs> David Cho. There's people I know who are Korean. Oh, I know one, but I yeah, I don't know her that well. Yeah. Okay, we'll figure it out. What do you Maybe. rate this movie? Ah, uh, eight out of eight. I love this movie. One of the best movies of the year. Oh yeah, for sure, it's up there. Off the top of my head, I think it would make my top ten for sure. Yeah, um, but I don't, I haven't ironed out my top ten, but it definitely sounds like it'll be in there. There was like this movie, and there's something else where I was like, yeah, easily top ten. Yeah. Oh, farewell. Oh yeah, farewell for sure. And it's all these movies at this end of the year that end up being in my top ten because they're like, it's when all the good, a lot of good movies come out. Now, our international movies doing better as advertising themselves to us or are we getting more diverse i think they're getting better advertising to yeah, us. Uh, <laughs> and, the mo- and the movie makers are getting better oh. well that, that's the tough thing is like the farewell technically is not a foreign film true true it's very it's like english it's made by an american person. yeah i think i think i also think the movies are becoming more in line like and this director is very we've seen yeah america. we've seen his stuff that we like already so, but I think it is, they are marketing better now, too, because I've heard, I heard about this movie a while back. And not just, like, her, like, everyone's talking about this movie. Yeah, like, I heard about the movie before it came out. Yeah. Like, and usually it's, like, it takes word of mouth to get to that point, but I heard about it before. So yeah. that's, that's kind of a good sign, so it's cool. Okay, then you could talk about this movie. Uh, oh, yeah, I saw Blinded by the Light. It's that movie... About the Indian guy, or the Pakistani, Pakis- guy, Pakistani guy in the eighties in, in England, yeah, and Luton in England, and he becomes a fan of Bob Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, he becomes a Bruce Springsteen fan and like motivated, like kind of. Cha- well, it doesn't really change his life, but it puts in like he becomes on this track where he's like, "I can, I should support my art." Yeah, he kind of like uh, inspires him basically to rebel against his parents. Yeah, who worked so hard to bring him to that country. <laughs> He just spits in their faces. I mean, a little bit, but then he does. He comes down. He comes around. So it all. So at the end, of the movie, he becomes out. a taxi driver too. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm the, he's like, man. at least, and he turns on the radio and it's Bruce Springsteen, and he's like, it's like, oh yeah, yeah this is the stuff. I'm born to run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a. Uh... They should do that for a movie, where like it's this kid rebelling mm-hmm. against his very strict parents and then at the mm. end of the movie he realizes he made a mistake and just doesn't rebel yeah yeah and then falls and then back in line falls back in line and <laughs> lives a very boring life and like whoa i didn't see that coming they're like oh what wasn't that supposed to be inspirational be like this is a true story <laughs> this is what really happened this is what happened to my cousin i rebelled against my parents he tried to rebel and he stopped so i made the movie about his life yeah yeah, so basically he's, yeah, he's like, he's like this writer, and he's like, oh, Bruce Springsteen, he's like, basically speaks he what speaks he, to what, what feels, yeah. 
so he's inspired to be a writer and stuff. And then there's all this political, like stuff going on in England at the time, I guess. Which is crazy, like because there's all these like Nazis. I was like, there's a bunch of Nazis there. I'm yeah. like, I don't know, there are Nazis there yeah, in like the eighties, like, like during the skinhead movement. Yeah, but the crazy thing is, like, my dad grew up in Luton, mm-hmm. but like That's in nuts. the seventies, in the sixties, and by this time, yeah, he well, had they, left. They make a comment in the movie. They're like. Because his dad and this other guy, they're like, oh, when we got here 20 years ago, it was a lot nicer. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy because my dad's like, yeah, like I was like, you, if I go look at my dad's old school photos, mm-hmm. only brown kid. It's like all white kids. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing in the movie, kid. too. It's like, and then a bunch of Pakistani people moved in. Yeah. Here. A ton. <laughs> yeah. Like you go to Luton now. It yeah. It's like little Lahore, mm-hmm. Pakistan. Like, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Little Karachi would also be a correct. Lahore is the first city that came to my mind. Yeah. But, ton of brown people. Yeah. When people tell me, when I talk to people, especially British people, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, my dad grew up in England. They're like, oh, where? I'm like, Luton. And I'm like, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> but when my dad moved there before, I That is else. funny. That is like, no, he was in there before. It yeah. kind of became what it is. And they were like, oh, they were like, because their mind, they're like, oh, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> a brown man that looks like you from Luton? I'm like, I'm not even Muslim. <laughs> Oh man. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So um so that's basically the backdrop of it is like he's trying to be this writer. His family and his dad specifically are like telling him no, like they want him to just go to school and do whatever. I will so this is the crazy thing about mm-hmm. like brown people. Mm-hmm. Such a beautiful culture full of beautiful art. Yeah. It's a miracle any of it ever got made. <laughs> yeah, because no one pushes them to do that. It's a miracle any like <laughs> Bollywood exists. Yeah. Because because the hey, there's always there's always a fraction that's going to rebel. Yeah, so there's that tiny fraction. I guess when you have like three billion people. Oh yeah, exactly. The chances are you have are. a decent population that rebelled. True, and then like maybe that pushes even more creativity because of that. Yeah, just rebelling against <laughs> yeah. your family is <laughs> not an easy thing. Oh yeah, no, maybe that's not. why I like watching Feast of the Seven Fishes. <laughs> that movie also requires rebellion, and I'm like, if mm-hmm. white people can do it. I feel like a lot of movie has to do with rebellion. A lot of movies. A lot of, um. So yeah, it basically follows his journey, and then discovering Bruce Springsteen, and then getting inspired, and then like yeah. And his his friend's dad. His friend is from Game of Thrones. Is that where that guy's from? Yeah. Who's he in Game of Thrones? He's one of the princes. He's okay. one of Joffrey's younger brothers. Okay. And then his, oh, okay, that is that guy. His dad okay. is on a lot of British panel shows that I watch. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, whoa. Mm. I feel like I know British people. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I dug this movie. It was really good. I was watching it with my dad. My dad's a bit, he's, yeah. He's the reason dad, I watch this movie. Your dad is. He's like the Bruce Springsteen guy. Like he's, which he's is like yeah. I mean, he grew up in Jersey at the time. Like everyone loved Bruce Springsteen in Jersey I'm at that sure time. Still. Yeah, even still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the boss for a reason. He is the boss for a reason. So, yeah, so I was like, well, because I watched a movie with my dad and I, in the trailer. He saw the trailer. I was like, oh, I want to go see that. And then. We should just sent our dads to go to that movie <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So then I was like, oh, you want to watch that movie? He's like, yeah, yeah, I want to watch that movie. So he dug it. He's, all, they play all the songs the whole time. Yeah. He knows all the words. So, yeah, he was, he was really into it. So that was cool. I wonder if how he was like, man. They just took my culture. 
<laughs> no. Put it on a brown person. <laughs> he's just happy with the songs. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, people were dicks in England. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. Yeah. Because like, it was a serious issue because a lot of jobs... I mean, it makes sense. Like, a lot of white people lost their jobs to, like, brown mm-hmm. people. Well, yeah, and they were, like, going over how, like, like and then everyone the was out of jobless, time. too. That's why, like, all the Nazis were rallying, because they were, like, yeah. blaming them. But, like, they were out of jobs, too. And his dad gets fired. His dad worked at the plant, and he got fired in the movie. Well, that's, like, we knew a lot of people who um, worked at, like, a lot of British, like, in Luton specifically. Yeah. A lot of British car makers were there. Yeah, yeah. So, he worked at those- GE. A lot of those plants oh. got shut down. Yeah, so that was like Voxel and all of them got shut down. So like it wasn't a a labor problem that was only affecting white people. It was a labor problem that was affecting oh, exactly. all of English people. But they just use it. But they use it as an excuse. Yeah, because like the skinhead movement originally was not a racist movement. It was like a working class movement, and that's why they had their hair shaved. Was because they were like, oh, we're working class. Like you don't want your hair caught in any oh, machine. Oh, I didn't know that. And then National Front. Or the English First movement used, like, targeted those people and being like, look at these brown people yeah. taking your jobs. Yeah, they just make it so easy. Like, they co opt movements. That happens so yeah. much in yeah. history. It's just so easy. <laughs> easy I to mean, do. it's like very easy to take advantage of like the people who might be yeah. undereducated. Yeah, they always want to blame the people, they never want to blame the power. They exactly. always blame, because <laughs> blame, the, blame the power. If you like, blame who's on your same level. Yeah. Then, then that's easier. <laughs> it's an easier yeah. target. Um, so yeah, I dug this movie. Uh, I'd probably give it 7 out of 8. Top 10? Top 10, I don't know if it quite cracks the top 10. Okay. Off the top of my head, probably not. But, like, uh, we could see. We'll see. We'll see when I look at my list of what actually came out this year <laughs> that I remember. How would you compare this to the other brown-led movie that takes place in England this year? Yesterday. Oh, very different. I like this movie more. Yeah, because I think yesterday was supposed to be like a lot weirder, right? Yeah, well, this is very more like this is more like reality. This is reality, and it was history based, and that that's part of the plot. The plot in yesterday, he just is a brown guy, but it has nothing to do with the plot. Yeah, it could be played by a white guy. It could be played by anybody. That mm-hmm. role, because it's there's no. I don't even know if you see his fan. Like, you, there's no connection that he's like a brown person. Like, it doesn't factor into the movie. That's what makes it weirder that it came <laughs> from Danny Boyle. Yeah. Because I'm like, what's his deal? Yeah, with brown people, <laughs> just trying to give jobs to brown people. I guess I don't know. Yeah, but like Slumdog Millionaire was enough. He employed only brown people in that movie. Yeah, but that the movie was set in India. <laughs> That's a whole other problem I have with that movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, make that movie, but set it somewhere else. <laughs> uh, I'm just, just trying to take the jobs away. Yeah, <laughs> trying to give Dev Patel. You're trying to take his job. Damn right! He <laughs> stole that job from me. Uh, but yeah, that like th- those wouldn't even be in the same category because they're two different movies. Yeah, like that's very woke of you. Mike. They, <laughs> no, it's very true. Not that, trying like, to put those two people <laughs> in the same category. I know that's the only similarity is it's like, they're both led by uh, brown people, but one's literally about being a brown anyone. person, the other one and, and music. Y- yeah, yeah. I guess in those senses, there are a lot of commonalities. M- musicals. But- that takes place in England, led by brown people. If that's the category, that's true, where it ends. True, but true. Which sounds like a lot of similarities. But White girlfriends? Some... Yes. <laughs> your, your case has fallen apart. <laughs> it really is. But one... One has that Sheeran in it. One has the very background of, like, describing 
that's a big part of the plot. The other has the plot has nothing to do with him being a one person. has a beloved Game of Thrones character in it. The other one has a most hated Game of Thrones character in it. Who's the hated Game of Thrones? Ed Sheeran. <laughs> These movies are the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> that is weird when you thought about. It. I didn't really think about that till you said that. But all of those factors are very commonalities. Yeah. Weird. That's strange. But yeah. Okay, let's talk about. If, if, yeah, if you want just a goofier movie, watch Yesterday, I guess. But if you want a heartwarming movie, yeah, that's based on a true story, which I don't think Yesterday was. I don't think some guy actually woke up and he was mm-hmm. the only one in the Beatles. It's the Don Quixote of the. Of Although it could be based on a real thing, like maybe it's a different artist. We just don't know about him because we exist in that alternate universe where that where they we don't are not know famous what anymore. But it, like we and don't Ed know Sheeran what the group stole is. <laughs> we don't the talent it, exactly. It could be based on Ed Sheeran's true stories that he there was some other guy ed sheeran just stole it all yeah he stole a song perfect is that the name of the song <laughs> that his big song maybe i don't know he stole it from someone else that we I feel like i don't know about. the titles of his songs i just know how some of them sound okay let's talk about the irishman yes long movie very long movie I made it a point to finish the movie after yeah. we stopped recording. Yeah. And I was like, I need to finish this movie. <laughs> I saw that you saw that you finished it. I was like, okay, I got to finish this then. Yeah. Which, which I'm, I'm glad I did because I like the, I like the ending. Half, I like the way it ended. I, the last yeah. third, I don't know. Last third, I think, yeah. Like, I like the ending. It made it a worthwhile experience for sure, finishing it. But As then, opposed to the beginning, because I feel like it keeps going in the beginning. But then I'm like, oh, we finally got somewhere. And then we're seeing Robert De Niro's character. As you progress, I'm like, oh, okay, I get what this movie's about now. Because <laughs> you kind of have to figure out what the movie's about. And you don't really get that. The one thing I found annoying, though, is because after mm-hmm. the movie, I was like looking into it. Yeah. As I do. And it turns out that this guy, like it's based on this book. Mm-hmm. That like apparently this guy was in jail with him or something. And mm-hmm. or at the senior living home or something. So he hears a story from this guy. Writes it all in a book. Calls like, I heard you paint houses or something like that. Or the guy who paints houses or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, now, this book is like, widely accepted as not being true. Yeah. But that's what it's all based on. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. That's, that's a weird point to me. That is a weird. Because I'm like, should we still be watching movies when we're like, oh, it's not true at all? Yeah, I guess that's the weird part about the movie. If there wasn't the Jimmy Hoffa of it all, and if it was just all fictional characters, no, but they're not. They're all real. Yeah. Oh, that is weird. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's just a, that was just another fictional world. So it's like it's a a story set in the real world mm-hmm. with mostly everyone's real, things. real. Everyone's supposedly real. Yeah, but it's all based on. But we like is the Irishman a real guy? Yes. Oh, okay. That died a few years ago. Yeah. But we... Did he die sad and alone? Yes. Okay. But we don't know if he indeed killed Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. In the book, he claims to have killed Jimmy Hoffa. Mm-hmm. But it's proven not we, true. Yeah, now they're saying that, like, there's other people who are expected to have killed Jimmy Oh, really? Hoffa. Huh. And then, like, other stories in the movie, like, with that other guy, the, you people, mm-hmm. that guy, like, 
they took like five stories and turned them into like the wood chipper story. Oh, like the amalgamation thing. Yeah. They do that a lot in movies. So. I yeah. Don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Ignorance always makes it better. <laughs> makes the movie better, but makes your knowledge of it but it's worse. Like, I feel like we should. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's always a weird, weird thing. I feel like they they should have just made the movie longer and then cut it up and made it into a miniseries. Yeah, I feel like that too. Because it was just so long. But, I, yeah. It's just so weird to watch. It was so long. Such a long movie. And I feel like there's places where you could make clear cuts and be like, okay. Yeah, there's definitive marker points in the movie. Where, like, if I was watching this on TV, this is where a commercial would go. Yeah, exactly. Um... Let's see other parts about the movie. I always thought it was like every time Robert did, like he was anytime he did any action, I'm like, he's DH thirty years to but a thirty he still year old, old. But he still looks old and moves old and punches old, so I was like, this is very strange. That's my coworker brought up that too, but it didn't bother me. Ah, it bothered me. Like, I was like, they he's said when he was like stamping stomping but, but on the that foot. store clerk, when he's beating yeah. him up, he's just like I'm like, that store clerk would be able to get up and like fight this guy. But would you though? Yes. If you knew who that was. If an was. old man, Robert De Niro, is stomping no, on I my face. like, if you know who he is. Well, I don't have to hit him. I can just avoid him. Yeah. <laughs> He's literally, like, moving like an old man, and you're like, how is this intimidating? This is weird. Yeah. But, but so Joe that, Pesci makes up for it. Any faults in this movie, I feel like Joe Pesci makes up for Joe it. Pesci. I love Joe Pesci's back. Um, the acting in this movie is great. I, yeah. I love Robert De Niro, too. I just like the... Al Pacino. I love seeing these guys in good movies where they haven't been. I haven't seen them in a good movie for a long time. What was that one horrible movie? Dirty Grandpa. Oh my gosh, I didn't see Bad that movie, Uncle but something. Yeah, Dirty Grandpa. Uh, no, but, is that that's not, that's not the Johnny Doxville movie. That's the one with no. That's Bad Grandpa. That's Bad Grandpa. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bad Grandpa. Wait, no. Bad Grandpa is the Johnny Knoxville. Dirty Grandpa is the Zac Efron. Zac o- yeah. 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 <laughs> But yeah, it's just seeing those guys back in a good movie. It's fun. And Joe Pesci being back is cool, too. And then um, Bobby Cannavale. Yeah. So, like, Harvey like, Keitel. Yeah. And that, that's where the like the second half of the movie really... Ray Romano. ...picks up is like, oh, you just see these scenes of these characters and like... It's just the casualness of all the terrible things they're doing. It's very fascinating to me. It's just yeah. like, most people aren't like evil. They're just like... Trying to make a living. They're just like casually doing it. It's like that's even scarier because you're just like it, they're just like it's like so matter of fact. Think, yeah, Robert Nier's character is like oh, this is just blasts, what I, this uh, just what I do. It's like oh, even my friends, I'm gonna take them out because somebody told me to. Shot like, whispers in the face. Like, this is, and you're like is that that's really early in the movie. Yeah, you're like, like that's oh, crazy. Yeah, there's some people like that who are they don't even have any effects from it. They're just like oh, this is just what I do. Like, or when he's like thinking nuts. about what gun to use. Yeah, I remember when he has all the guns on the bed. Uh huh. He's like, "Yeah, you don't want a silencer." Yeah, it's all it's all clin- clinical and like yeah. whatever. What who's he even talking to in the? He's just. I think he's telling like. Is he telling someone in the retirement home? Okay, so crazy. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I I did really dig this movie. Yeah, mostly. but would you say it was one of Martin Scorsese? Like that's the thing. No, I it's when they're advertising so. this movie, they're like, "Oh, one of Martin Scorsese's best movies, best movie of the decade." And I'm like, I disagree with both of those things. Yeah, I think maybe Martin Scorsese's best movie of the decade. Actually, no, I liked Wolf of Wall I Street. I like better. Wolf of Wall Street more, but um... I have this theory though that's not his movie. 
Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. <laughs> Shadow directed. I have a theory that it was directed by Leonardo DiCaprio and Shadow it just directed. didn't want to have the... Like, no one would produce the movie if it was directed by Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Huh. Well, what's it? Yeah, what's his IMDb? Scorsese. Man. Oh, wait. It's going director. director. Not producer. That's going to be. Okay. So, Hugo, Wolf of Wall Street, Silence, The Irishman. Okay. I that's the second? Yeah. I could see the argument being made. Yeah, that's oh, why. Shutter Island. Yeah. So I could see the argument being made. This decade, yeah. But he also directed George Harrison Living in the Material World, which is a great documentary. But. Best movie ever? Aviator. Departed. Kings of New York. I think people are just overreacting because it's like. Casino. It kind Good of. fellows. I think that's why. We're in. It, you're, you're, it's feeling like a casino in Goodfellas, but but we're in modern times, so it's even better because you rarely you see even less of those kind of movies. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. You're getting the overhype of, oh, it's so good they can still make these movies nowadays. And like this movie had a huge budget and stuff, and you're like, they don't really make these movies, and they probably wouldn't put this movie in theaters. I mean, it's in theaters and Netflix, but they probably wouldn't just put this in theaters nowadays. So it's in that respect, I understand people saying that, but I I just I don't agree with that. His best movie, but yeah, it does. It does feel cool that they made this movie today, where it it's like one of those movies made back then. But like, my whole gripe with this movie is like, do you need a De Niro? Do you need a Joe Pesci to make a mob movie? No, but it's still fun. I know we've it's nostalgia again. We've had failure since then with making mob movies, mm-hmm. but I don't see why Martin Scorsese can't direct. A mob movie with a younger cast. I I agree in some respects, but I also like seeing those guys again yeah. being good. This is the one too. It's, it's like good that like yeah, we finally get to see them not be in a crappy movie. Yeah, we see that's Robert fun. De Niro. Well, rumor has it he has like a lot of debts, like gambling oh, yeah. debts or something, and that's why he made all these really bad movies. Yeah, but like we can still say, oh, they still got it. They didn't lose it at a certain point. They just stopped being in good movies. It's not like they lost a skill or no. anything. So like, I would have liked to see Leo. It's, in it's that good movie, to get though. that reminder performance. Yeah, like I had seen. I yeah, because I'm wondering if if it is with a younger cat. Like, is it as because like the youngest are people person celebrating in this movie it as is, like, much? Bobby Cannavale. Yeah, which I mean, when they age him up, looks phenomenal. Yeah, but yeah, the whole de- like the aging was very hard to judge because I feel like they look like old men when they were young. Yeah, so you're like, and I guess, how like, old they put is he blue, playing? Uh, blue contacts in De Niro. Oh, did they? And when they de-aged him, because like sometimes his eyes did really wonky things. Because mm. I couldn't tell if it was CG, and then someone was like, <laughs> "No, they put contacts in him." Yeah, I'd like to get an age breakdown on how old because you keep calling him kid, but I'm like, you guys are both old men. Why yeah. are you calling him kid? I was like, how old is Joe Pesci? <laughs> yeah, compared to, but Joe Pesci came out of retirement for this movie. So. Yeah, yeah. What do you rate it? Uh, I give it seven out of eight. Yeah, I'm around there. There's a there's some. Uh, Overall, I liked it, but there's just it's just so long, and there's some things about it that are just like could have either done without or like yeah, like using the same guys over and over again is still kind of a weird tactic that like you like to build some other guys into some of those similar roles, but like maybe those movies won't exist anymore. That's the thing. 
Like, is there a younger no. director going to direct something like these? That's, yeah. that's the thing. So maybe it's best to use these guys because they're not going to, it's not like there's going to be. Gonna, they're going to not get any work anymore? Well, maybe there's going to be no young guys that exist for this. I don't know. I don't know. Like, people like even Leonardo DiCaprio's not a young guy anymore. So I it's know. like, it'd still be weird having, because it should be even younger people. But. Well, that was my problem with this next movie. Because mm-hmm. I was like, how old is Adam Driver? Because I always imagine Adam Driver is super young. Mm-hmm. And I imagine Scarlett Johansson is not too young. But she's pretty young. She's a year younger than Adam Driver. She's 35. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, she's just been around forever. Yeah. It's like crazy. Like, you just, she's just been around so long, I always think she's older, too. Yeah. But she's not. It's a trip. But, um, so yeah, Marriage Story mm-hmm. came out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Directed by... Intense. Noah Baumbach. Mm-hmm. Apparently heavily taking from his personal life after he was married to Jennifer Jason Leigh. Mm. Super intense movie. Yeah. Yeah, very art artsy too. There's some scenes where you're like, wow. Yeah, very, very monologue-y. Very, um, it, looked like, it seemed like almost like a play at points, yeah. you know what I mean? It was just like all these scenes. Like I could see easily see this being and then a stage like, play. Uh, single, like single shots. Yeah, a lot of single shots. Mm-hmm. I ended up googling box cutter keychain after this movie because mm-hmm. I was like, I want that keychain. Yeah, it's a thing. You can just. Oh really? Yeah, I actually typed in box cutter. Mm-hmm. Autocomplete keychain. <laughs> key <laughs> and I was like, huh. I wonder how many people are looking for this now. Yeah, seriously. Wallace Shawn makes an appearance in this movie. Laura Dern is in this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, What's his name from Reservoir Dogs is in this movie. Reservoir Dogs. Don't know. There's a lot of people in this movie. Yeah. Everyone who shows up is like somebody. It's like, oh, I didn't know they were in this movie. Yeah. Ray Liotta. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ray Liotta. Alan Alda. I don't think Ray Liotta's in Reservoir Dogs. I don't think so. He's in... No, he's not. Goodfellas. I was thinking of Goodfellas. Mm. Um, but yeah. I was trying to remember what she was in. signs anyways ton of people mm-hmm. in this movie what did you think I really liked it that was really good I, it felt would you consider it a comedy drama like Wikipedia says no <laughs> drama uh, not really comedic drama. it's not really comedic no um I thought it felt pretty real, like realistic. Yeah. In a way. Uh, well, my thing is like, because Scarlett Johansson either just got engaged or just got married. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you just married her, like, how do you feel after watching this movie? Because you're like, she's acting. She, I know, but she clearly is drawing from her. Oh, real yeah. Place. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's her real life. Like, she <laughs> you is. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, she is raising a kid. And, and you're like, oh, my God. That is true. 
It's very intense. Because if she's ever like, oh, I want to go to LA, you're like, oh, no, of course. Yeah, <laughs> okay, let's, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> But yeah, yeah I, thought, I thought it was like realistic in the way, the way the char- everything kind of made sense to the characters, because it was like, if she wanted to go, to, and then like she wasn't at first manipulating the situation, then she was kind of by getting like, the lawyer, but then they weren't. They were trying to make it amicable, but but then like the lawyers got involved. It was cl- like yeah, and then it was clear, but it was clear that he was never gonna not stay in New York, like in a sense, unless the lawyers got involved, because like it was like. Oh, I wish they could just figure this out, and then you don't have to spend all this money on it's, these lawyers. But it was clear he wasn't gonna back down. No. So it got to that point. It's like, oh man, they really because then they have the one confrontation where they eventually talk. Like they don't talk a lot, not it, to each other. No. And then they have that confrontation. You're like, oh yeah, this apartment? wasn't gonna work without these lawyers. Yeah, because no. it got way too intense. And you're like, this is crazy. But like, it, you really have to feel for the guy. Yeah. And I'm like, I wonder how much of that is because. It was written and directed by the the guy. Like I would love to see mm-hmm. Jennifer Jason Lee's. Well, I feel like you could feel both perspectives because you yeah, feel bad for her because you like she gave up her whole life. She gave up it's her very whole much life, like, um, and she know like by watch as the movie goes along, you're like, why doesn't he should either give up and he doesn't. So the fact that he takes it that far is like, oh, he was never going to give up New York. Yeah. So it was like. Oh, I understand why this had to be. Even though you you wish you like they could have. No, let's think about the logical conclusion. But there's not really a lot of logic it's involved. Hard. Yeah, because you don't. You're just like. Yeah, unless you're forced to do it, you're probably like it was clear he was very stuck in his. This is how I thought it was, but yeah, you do feel bad for him, because you're like, oh, he was he was kind of ransacked by the whole thing. But you're also like, yeah, but. He also talk to your son. What is your son like? They they, they never seem to yeah. care what the kid wants. Yeah, but I do like how the movie, the kid's like a real. He's like a dick in the movie, kind of. Like I like it's more realistic version of a kid mm-hmm. where he's just like, yeah, the kid's not. It's he's a kid. He's not seeing the perspective of you're flying out here, you're taking all this time. I want to see you, and sometimes he's like, I just, like, wanna, I just don't want to hang out with you. Exactly. Do the treasure trip. So I, I I do like the more real because sometimes kids in movies are just like, oh, they're the greatest and whatever, but. In this movie, he was like, I didn't, sometimes he's like, I, I don't want to see, like, and he was he's always, like, I don't want to go trick-or-treating again. Yeah, exactly. So, I kind of like, that. Like, I feel like that added more, a lot of realism to the movie. It is weird, though, because the movie starts out with this tone. Yeah. Well, first, a scene when he's like, um, gives her the notes from the play, mm-hmm. like, that last night. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I guess I just couldn't cry. And she like turns the wall and just starts crying. And you're like, oh my yeah. God, like, what a great actress. Yeah. Yeah. That was also, these two performances too were really good. Yeah. They were, uh, and then there was that scene. And then there was a the scene when she's at her mother's house and is like talking to her mom, like, you can't be friends with him anymore. <laughs> yeah. But we have a personal life. And then like the sister is like, wait, so do I have to like serve him? And <laughs> yeah. You- all I that. guess that's the comedy bit of the comedy yeah. drama. That's like the only the couple, comedy. The couple scenes between the, the mom and the sister. Yeah. But then that all goes <laughs> that away. That was pretty much then... it, though, those couple scenes. So, yeah, it was very... And then, like, the way they end it, like, the movie starts with them mm-hmm. in therapy, and then it ends... Well, not not the absolute ending, but it's, like, the reading of the, like, what you liked about the person. It was very nice. Yeah. It was like, I was like, this, I need to go back and watch more of his movies. 
Yeah, what else has he done? Francis Ha. Mm. Um, he was like the the part. I mean, I think he's married or dating. I don't know mm. to Greta Gerwig. Mm. But I think there's other movies that they did together before Lady Bird. Lady Bird was like her directorial debut mm-hmm. by herself. So there's a few movies though. But yeah, real. I really dug this movie. Me too. I was surprised. I was because like I feel like Netflix lately. Yeah, has kind of been like maintaining. Not like, yeah. Well, I think they did a good push this month of like they have like really small movies this December. I mm-hmm. feel like they planned it that way because they got like the Irishman. Well, they Irishman got was this no- November. Oh, November. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess the end year. of the year, toward, yeah. like Oscarish season, because these are like Irishman in this movie are getting Oscar buzz. This is definitely their punch back against like Disney Plus. Yeah, exactly. So they're trying to be like, oh, we're re- we're making real movies or whatever yeah. they call them. Um. Yeah, so the, it's definitely their time where the and I think there's a few more coming out later this month. I think. Well, I know they're making. Well, it's not the same kind of movie, but they're make, they're doing that Michael Bay movie releasing or whatever. But it's oh, like yeah, a six hundred expensive movie, I guess. It's not they're like action movies, like you haven't seen in a long time. <laughs> yeah, so they're just trying to get stuff. Or, and I'm sure these are more popular because of Netflix. I would think. Yeah, I just wish this movie showed more of what she did, like in her time with the kid. Yeah, it was more focused on that. Is true. Character. That is true because you don't really see that. Yeah, we're like the all the you nice see is through is, the kid's perspective. Yeah. He's like, oh, like he's, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, he had um, a way better time with like, the mom. It seemed. Are you like? There's a lady coming in for dinner. He's like, oh, is it your girlfriend? She's like, no. He's like, why does mom have a boyfriend? It's like I don't know. Do you know? And you're like, oh, exactly. You like, like, like the see- thing that you see. I mean, it sounds horrible, but like in divorces, you see it a lot with the kids where you're like, oh, like. You're, you you try to use the kid as a spy without using him yeah, as a spy. Yeah. And you're like, oh, like what's going on over there? Why it's like just like a breakup. You're like, oh, have you seen? Mm-hmm. Have you seen Jennifer lately? Yeah. No. That's always uh, the thing with the kid is always like, I mean that the whole and like plot the of the staging. movie. If they if the divorce would go so much smoother if they didn't have a kid, like yeah. that, that's what's making the movie the really the movie because it wouldn't it'd be totally different if. Uh, it was just them, but yeah, it makes it tougher. But yeah, you do wish you had more of her perspective on that front. Because <coughs> you only get really that scene when she's filming the pilot, and then that's pretty much it. Yeah, because like, you do get a lot of her early, but then later you don't. Because I was thinking that you, oh, she was in the, she did do a lot in that movie, but it wasn't with the kid that much, really. Because you do get that, but then you're like, well, obviously, like, you're left to fill in the blanks, kind of, because yeah. you're like, oh, she must be very successful in making money. Because she's, like, upsizing her, up, like, her yeah. housing. And- yeah, and then they're, like, he's, they're saying he's kind of, str- I don't think he is struggling, though, because I'm, like, he's, like, oh, they show him, like, one scene writing a huge check. I'm, Which like, is, well, well he does have that big grant or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that was all for the legal fees. That's yeah. when he was paying for Ray Liotta yeah. instead of Alan Alda. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why I was like... And then Laura they Dern's must... character was the most hateable person. Well, that's why I was the crazy the lawyers. It was like, once the lawyers get in there, they sink their teeth and they're like, oh, I hate that smile with a... Like, they play that perfectly, but I was like, oh, man, I hate these characters. They're just, like, sinking their teeth and, then, ooh, like, I'm going to get my lawyer. But Alan Alda was such a nice guy. I know, yeah. <laughs> being and then I being was realistic. Like, this movie made me want to be like, I never want to get a divorce. Oh, it sounds... Yeah. In California. Very true. Like, because they're like, oh yeah, you can't represent any person that has met with 
I know that I was like, I, I'm learning about stuff about like, this. I'm like, this is socks. crazy. I didn't know that. I was like, you got a lot. Well, that them. was that was the thing. You're as a because you're. I feel like you're, you're in Scarlett Johansson's perspective for, for the, like the first part, mm-hmm. and then you flip to Adam Driver, and then you're like, you were caught out of that loop too because you didn't know she met with a bunch of people. And yeah. Then you're like, feel blindsided also. So it's interesting the perspective shift they kind of made. I feel like they made that in the movie, mm-hmm. like because you were on her side most of the time, and then you flipped and but and then you feel but then you kind of flip back because then you're like oh and then he cheated on her at a point Mm -hmm. you're like oh you that's information you didn't have so you're kind of like perspective kind of shifts a little i feel like it ends on him though kind of but well they do that good thing because they do the song they do the two songs yeah about like different perspectives Mm -hmm. breaking up yeah which i might just rewatch that scene tonight Mm -hmm. i don't know i might rewatch the scenes you can just watch yeah that I really like that well, like the beginning part, and then the very end I really liked. Mm-hmm. But the middle part just gave me pure anxiety, <laughs> and I'd prefer not to watch that ever again. Mm-hmm. Just like the Irishman, I'd prefer just never to watch that movie again because, unless I was like, let's watch it in a single sitting and see if it's better. I may watch the one scene where they're at the table and it's like you're 15 minutes late. I like yeah. that scene a lot for some reason. That scene. See, I like the prison one with the Sunday. Okay. You people, <laughs> like what the, they call back to the you people though. So I get the best of both worlds. I feel yeah. Like. But then I'm like, what is John Gotti? Not John Gotti, Jimmy Hoffa. No, oh, I don't even. What race is he? If he's like, <laughs> I do not know. Seems to be a lot of Italian hate from Italians and non-Italians. Yeah. Because they asked, he asked that one mobster guy asked Joe Pesci like, "Well, you believe in that?" Or something like that. I remember when he's wearing the pants. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, aren't you Italian? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I thought everyone was Italian here, pretty much. <laughs> like, what is, let me see. What do you think, ra- racially? Jimmy Hoffa? I don't know. Just a white dude? Well, they all are. <laughs> American. <laughs> Just as American, yeah. That's... Oh, his his mom's side was Italian. Or Irish. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> His father was German. His mom was Irish. And he left school at 14 to paint houses. Hmm. Literally. Literally painting houses. How ironic. I know. Yeah, this is the real guy. Frank Sheeran. Born in Camden. Died in Philly. I feel like they could have done a better job casting. Anyways. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, really good movie. I don't know. What do you rate it, Mike? Uh, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 8. Yeah. I really liked it. I think that's rain. Oh, is it raining? Rain. It's like it's pouring. Yeah, it does. That wasn't supposed to rain until later. This weather's not being predictable. What's going on? Yep, it's raining right hmm. now. I was supposed to go to Disney tonight. 
Yeah, I think it's supposed to rain at night. <laughs> nope. No, I'm good. <laughs> um, the, oh, the, the new ride's not open, is it? No, January Next. 17th. It's open in Orlando, though? Yeah. Broke down on the first day. Oh, first really? ride of the day. Oh, wow. Down. Um, let's talk about the Mandalorian. Mando. Do you subscribe to the theory that Baby Yoda is the Mandalorian? And I do. I like that theory. Yeah, I agree with it. They'll join I, the collective at some point. I watched uh, a video on why Boba Fett and Jango Fett weren't Mandalorians. They weren't. No, I didn't know that. The Prime Minister in Clone Wars tells Obi Wan, "It's like, oh yeah, they're just common bounty hunters. I have no idea where he got that armor." Really? Yeah. I guess George Lucas told Dave Filoni, Django oh, and Boba I, Fett aren't real Mandalorians. I had no idea. Wow. Blowing my mind. Blinds on <laughs> that blowing my mind. Felt like Adam Driver. Who is served. a real Mandalorian, <laughs> like, by, by birth? Uh, Satine. Oh, yeah, she's a Mandalorian. Okay. Um, it's like, not even, yeah. Bree oh. and Paz Vizsla. Bonkers, yeah. Give me a real Mandalorian show, jeez. Mandalorian's not, it's a, it's a, people i was trying to do the asgard thing no not a place well it's like i guess mando that's the thing is like his parents died in the great purge right no i think we well we don't know for sure but we're assuming that's not because we think what's speculated online is that like that's a different incident that's not the great purge oh because that, that was, it was like a, imperial. we think it's a separatist, it's an imperial, yeah. that's why he doesn't like droids, because it's a droid attack, which is during the Clone Wars, which lines up age-wise, if you're assuming Pedro Pascal is the same age as that as character, the character, then it lines up with the Clone Wars, so people are saying that's probably a different incident. That's the weird thing about the show, there's like so many little nuggets, but it's like, are you ever going to get answers? Because they don't seem to be interested in doing that. No. Which I'm okay with, because I, like yep. I like the... A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people don't like it, which I'm like, and I'm like, this uh, is did how you also hate the Lone Ranger. Yeah, I'm like, like this TV is how TV used to be. Yeah, like people are like, it needs to be exactly like modern television, where every I get a story point, it it elevates the story. Like we're all working towards this goal. It's like, no, it's no, not. It doesn't. It's not a movie. Like that's <laughs> a movie, guys. We're, watch we're, the movies. Then. Yeah, we're unlearning how to watch television. We're yeah. go, we're going like, th- th- this is going old school television, which I enjoy. Because there used to be shows like that were of the week, but then there's an overarching narrative, kind of, but it only appears every so often. Yeah, and that's kind of what this show what is. This, this is. Yeah. So like, I don't. I, people just want something else, but I, I I'm fine with that because they'll either answer them or they won't. Or I I don't really care because I like what I like watching it. So I guess it, some people don't like that, but but yeah, that watching this episode makes me think maybe that uh, Gina Carano won't come back. Like, yeah. Because I, I was like, oh, she's got to come back at some point. And I was like, man, this show is very unpredictable. Well, the crazy <laughs> it's thing very is crazy. Have, like, I'm just, Every episode, I'm shocked. We have three episodes left. Mm-hmm. We still haven't seen Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Have we, seen Bill, we haven't seen Bill Burr. We haven't either. seen Bill Burr. <laughs> Been looking for Bill Burr. So we finally got Ming-Na Wen. Yeah. So I'm so many like, surprised so many like one and done characters. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Now, but I kind of like that because I feel like... There's so many mechanisms in television of like, I've read so many online, like, um, they're saying, oh, I wish this show was like a show where he picked up and they formed a team along the way, like, oh, IGAA, oh, then he's on the team, and then, oh, Gina Cron, she's on the team. It's like, that's what it seemed like they were doing from the promotional material. Exactly. But, but I like that it's not that because that seems like so much like a lot of shows mm-hmm. that do that. And they're like, oh, we have this cast, and they're always together all the time. 
and then sometimes they have their storyline and he's got hit it's like that's so much like normal television it was really weird though because in i think it was episode four that was the one with gina carano right yeah one of the tribal people that comes to pick him up mm-hmm. he's like this really common like supporting actor mm-hmm. and he was in silicon valley he's the one who sells richard the margarita machine who has like that note taking app on like where you parked do you remember oh yeah yeah he was he was in the good place he's he's, he's yeah uh, he's also on he's Kong skull island i saw him oh, yesterday Kong skull island he's like one of the soldiers like, oh okay. for jackson yeah I'm like this guy is everywhere it's everything man. he's just trying to like crack that yeah, Crack I was like, it's hard to make that character because he was like kind of a serious character. But I was like, this guy is plays the weirdest characters in Silicon Valley and in the Good Place. And yeah. I was like, this is bonkers. I can't take him seriously. He's like, I'm in distress, man. And I'm like, this guy's funny because <laughs> I just kept thinking, <laughs> he's always like, like a comedian. Yeah, we should try to get him on the podcast. <laughs> we should. Be like, what is yours? <laughs> how like, you? How you getting? How do you know all these people? <laughs> you are in everything, but I feel like he's underappreciated. Me too. I agree. Um, but yeah. So, we get a view of pit droids. We're returned to Tatooine. Oh, awesome, yeah. I, that's one of my favorite parts, too, is, like, combining prequel with, uh, like, doing a different look at prequel, mm-hmm. like, like the pit droids and stuff. Yeah. You're like, you get to see the prequel characters in a different, like, even the battle droid they showed in that weird flashback. I'm like, oh, that battle droid looks cooler than, like, like the, just the regular one they had in the prequels. And Moss Eisley. Yeah. Very Back much a Dave Filoni episode. I though. didn't really like the new bounty hunter character, though. I'm like, this guy feels like he's in a television show. I don't know. There's something about that actor or something. Yeah. I was like, this is the first guy that I've looked at on the show. I'm like, this looks weird. Like, he seems like this is a definitely a guy in t- on a TV show. Which one? Like, the, the first just, one or the... Just the, the, the main other the bounty. Dude. The rookie dude. I was just like, this guy's kind of weird. He doesn't fit this show to me for yeah. some reason. Like, he's too much... Yeah, I, I don't know what it was. I think it's just his face. <laughs> like, maybe the way he talks. I don't know. That character didn't work. I didn't like that character at all. He seemed like a, an extra from Rogue One. Yeah, kind of like that or something. I'm just like, this guy doesn't fit here to me. I don't know if it was just me, but I didn't, mm. like, I didn't like that character. The interesting thing for I always like to do is, um, during the credits, I like all, looking at all the concept artwork and seeing yes. how different it is from... Oh, yeah. Because, like... Like, the different characters. Like, the, the other one's an old, really old woman. Yeah. And that was, it was like uh, Amy Sedaris's character. Was yeah. Like really... And then like he holds the gun at Amy Sedaris and Baby Yoda and Baby mm. Yoda screaming. Yeah. But in, in the actual that episode, didn't actually it's not happen. what happened. Yeah. And then like in the third episode, it's the bounty hunters that, uh, what's his name? Griff. What's his name? Carl oh, Weathers uh, episode? Ca- uh, Karga, um, Grief. Grief Karga. Karga. Yeah. Um, he turns the bounty hunters on Mando, mm-hmm. but in the concept artwork, it was supposed to be the battle droids. Yes, yeah. So you're like, I wonder how much of it has changed. Like, how early is this concept artwork made? And yeah. Like that. Well, so, they made it sound well. At least I heard Pedro Pascal tell an interview when he first went to interview, and they had all the concept art in that room. Okay. So I don't know when he was cast, as opposed to when the when they were doing room, everything. Yeah. But that they did have the concept art there then, so I don't, I don't. It doesn't really answer the question, mm. but it's before he was cast, I guess. Yeah, but this video I saw about why Boba Fett and Jango Fett 
because mm-hmm. they don't even have Baskar steel armor. And that's why Boba Fett has a dent in his armor, yeah. which apparently was supposed to be made in a scene in um, Clone Wars. Hmm. And it's that cowboy-looking bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. So they shoot him in the head, ah. which makes a dent. Got it. So. Oh, at the end of this episode, who do you think the boot, the boot, the person is? That it has to be. Well, Giancarlo, maybe. I'm hoping it's Giancarlo. <laughs> I you assume think she's so. dead. Oh, Ming Na Wen. I think she is dead. Yeah, I think she's dead. I've been wrong about everything. So yeah. <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. I assume Gina Carano would be back this episode. So, well, not the synopsis it. for the next episode is. Oh, they have one already. The Mandalorian joins a crew of mercenaries on a dangerous mission. Mm. Which, if people are not liking the Western format of this <laughs> TV show, have fun with that. Hilarious. Because I love it. Um, Me too. Yeah, yeah the, the internet's a, fa- a funny place. To, the, just like every week they expect it to, to, to transform into the show they expect. That, and, that's the weird part And I'm like, me. It's like, once you've seen many this episodes, many episodes... <laughs> why would you believe that? Why would you think it would some- become something else? They're like, oh, now it's going to go deeper into the Yoda Especially story. after the third episode. After, I mean, the th- first three episodes kind of play together. Yeah. Fourth episode didn't at all. Yeah, once you go to the fourth episode... Which n- I got... Now the fifth one, this is the solidifying episode where you know kind of what it is. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be a show that we're going to discover well, Yoda's secret every week. I got a something. text at, like, 11.30 p.m. on Friday mm-hmm. of someone saying, like, Drew, of what's going on with The Mandalorian? I didn't like the last two episodes. And this last one was my least favorite of them all. And I'm like, this episode was your least favorite of them all? Like, I get it, but I think the fourth episode had elements where you're like, if it was like, if we had to, uh, it's hard to rate like a show that I'm enjoying so much. Yeah. Like, I can't separate from my mind my love of Star Wars from yeah. the show. So I'm always like, hey, but I like Star Wars. Like, oh, we're on Tatooine. I like Tatooine. This is cool. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. Like I, but why didn't he take his rifle with him? He does a lot of stupid things. He doesn't take a ship with him ever. He leaves Baby Yoda behind all the time. Like he's just not a good. Like he's just not a good. I don't hunter. think he's like the best in the. But he is. I think he's lucky. He's very lucky because he he, he makes he makes a lot of mistakes that he, he, they turn out okay. But <laughs> he's very. I mean, he got shot so many times last episode. Yeah. He's just like, how oh, good he has that steel, man, because he would have been dead. Many, many times. But yeah, I was like, yeah, I dig this show though. So. I was like, it's like I'm a glad Western. you enjoyed the show too. Yeah. You go on the internet, like a lot of people don't like that show, which is crazy to me. I'm like, hmm, okay, I guess, I guess, I'm like, I, I get what Star you're Wars saying. Fans. I guess, what, yeah, that's there. The, they are there. They are. It's like after the first episode, we were all like, oh, this is cool, and now they're coming out of the woodwork, like, nah, <laughs> nah. And I'm like, oh, they are still here. They just, they just thought the show would keep. Being what they what they thought the show was, I think the only thing I didn't like about this last episode it was less Baby Yoda than I would have liked. Yeah, you can never have enough Baby Yoda. That's for sure. But I think that's the thing with the show. Without Baby Yoda in the show, I feel it's exactly what I expected. And maybe that's what happened to everybody else too. Is they were like, oh, once Baby Yoda is introduced, now I know what the show is. It's a show about Baby Yoda and finding out more. Where it's still kind of not that it's still the Mandalorian show, and then Baby Yoda's just there, and he's but just a device. If you but, look at Lone Wolf and Cub, which yeah. everyone is saying, like I think everyone online agrees that this is heavily 
taken from. Yeah. Why would you think any different? I know. I agree. Lone Wolf and Cub is just a series of adventures. I agree. Yeah. And, and that's a movie I guess, series. I guess the it's two not even people, a TV series. those two people aren't talking, aren't, don't understand the same thing. Maybe one person's saying that. Is the same person saying, oh, it's like Lone Wolf and Cub. I don't like it. Or I like, don't know. After Monday night, when that one prick at the, at the bar was like, can we all agree? I'm like, no, we can't. What? He's like, dude, can we all agree that all Star Wars movies suck right now? Oh, yeah. And I'm no. like, it, at least we're getting Star Wars movies. Yeah. Like, I'd rather have them. And then than... he's like, oh, we haven't seen Parasite yet. I was so close to just spoiling Parasite for him. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's just a toxic fan. That's the way we live now. No. And it's very sad to me because I'm just like. You guys don't understand. We're getting so much. Yeah, it's just like some will be good this and some the, you won't like. This is the golden age, I want to say. Yeah. Besides that one year Because like the, the chances 80s. are there's going to be some great stuff that come out. Because like over time, they're going to make so much of it that eventually something will be great. Yeah. Um, I also watched the Imagineering story, the Fifth penultimate. One. Oh, really? There's only two more or one more after this yes. one? I didn't see this last Apparently one. Apparently she's but been I caught working up on for... this series since like 2012. Really? It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I really like it. Because people are like, aren't we going to get more episodes and like another season? And people are like, probably not. That's true. It would take like another five years, ten years. <laughs> but um, we need more stuff to happen in the real that's world. The thing that, like, give me like this episode is all about like revamping. Yeah. This is all stuff that has happened in my life of going to Disney. That's why it's crazy because you're like the first episode. Oh, this they can they have a lot of stuff because it's so slow. It doesn't. You barely get to like Disneyland, like, and then all of a sudden it's like, and then we made this park, and then we made this park. I'm like, whoa, whoa what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you going so fast? Because this last episode is like 2007 ish mm-hmm. to like 2016. Mm-hmm. I want to say, wow, what's the last one? So I'm like, oh, those are all times that I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, I was here. <laughs> I became a pass holder in 2010 2009 2010 mm-hmm. so like i remember a lot of those things like at the park like i remember when they were redoing california adventure and it was a pain in the ass because you'd have to like go around and all this but so like when then they talk about cars land and stuff like that and acquiring pixar and acquiring mm-hmm. lucas and mm-hmm. acquiring marvel so next episode's about shanghai disney mm-hmm. And Galaxy's Edge. So it's like... But it is interesting, because they don't talk about, like... They talk about, like, Midway Mania, the ride, Mm -hmm. but they don't talk about how much it took from Disney Quest. Yeah. That's why I feel like there's more episodes they could have done. Like, there's a lot more in there. Well, have you ever watched Defunct Land on YouTube? No. It's, like, this guy who talks about, like, things that... Mainly Disney rides that don't exist anymore and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he did an episode on Disney Quest, mm-hmm. and he's his stuff is like crazy quality. It's like, so I recommend watching that if you like this. Yeah, check that out. Okay, but yeah, really good. Bob Iger's in it now in episode mm. five, so I'm like, oh, everything's good. It's modern times. <laughs> yeah, everything's smooth sailing from here on out. <laughs> good stories, Kevin. And they talk about like having to change pirates for modern times mm-hmm. and. It's always interesting when they talk about stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, they have to talk about, they have to change it for modern taste. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, because it was rapey. <laughs> a little bit. Because women were second class citizens and we used to rape them. 
a lot more than I don't know. I think that's still happening nowadays, yeah. unfortunately. But yeah, so go check out Imagineering Story. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, like that's the lot. I ju- I just watched four. I'm up to four, and I was like, oh, I'm finally getting to stuff I remember from from, like from, from our lifetime, from my lifetime. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. So, uh, let's move on to discussion. This week, Star Wars series on Disney Plus. Mike, clearly Disney Plus is hurting for content because they just I know they put that on Prince Anders show into exactly. They're so. like, what can we do? Oh, let's just Aladdin. They made a billion dollars. The Prince, the, the Anders guy. Everyone remembers his name too. Yeah, do that show. What did he do after? I mean, he couldn't have that kingdom. So where did he? What did he do? Where did he go? We want to know his adventures. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Star Wars show that I would want to see. I want to see a droid show. Just all droids. Just give me a droid show. Like any particular droids, or no? Any any droids. You can it can be a protocol droid like C three PO, but mostly I'd prefer just like beeps and boops from like an R two D two BB eight units mm-hmm. going around, just traveling. Maybe they get stuck on a planet. I don't know. They've been like. Fully sentient, and they got these personalities, and they haven't had their mind wiped, and they're just going through the galaxy, and they're independent. And they don't, no one owns them. They're forlorn. They're trying to get out of scraps because all Jawas are trying to get them. I don't know. Could do anything with droids. Yeah, I feel like we need a droid-focused show. You could have different. You can run into all kinds of droids. I just want droids. Give me more droids. I want a Darth Maul show. Darth Maul, yes. Like a prequel series, yeah. I guess, or like. Well, yeah, it has to be. No, you could set him during. Um, oh yeah, I forgot. He's, he's a crime time. empire, or whatever. He, like his. No, I want. Well, like all training of it. under uh, Palpatine, maybe, or like. No, even before that, like when he gets found, because he comes from that weird planet. Yeah, Darth Amir. And then. All that. They do need to mind the the Darth Maul. People like the way Darth Maul looks. That that yeah. should be enough to get you. That, that's how they got a Mandalorian show, basically, is like people like the way that character looks. Even though they're not even real. <laughs> True. But the armor. Sometimes the look is all you need, so. I would watch a Darth Maul show, for sure. Mm-hmm. Or like the one of like the... Because that planet's crazy. It's like a weird planet. Yeah. Even in the game, it's really crazy. Yeah. In, uh, Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Um, next week game show on disney plus now that we know that's a possibility <laughs> yeah now that they told us those exist now what kind of game show do you want on disney plus come back tomorrow or sorry on netflix today the sky is pink and on disney plus alice through the looking glass is this the first one or the second one this is the second one with what's the movie with, with uh, james Sasha Baron cohen that is uh oz the great and wonderful oz the great powerful powerful yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh god! <laughs> I don't know how I confuse those two. I don't know either because they're both like very CGI heavy. And both Tim Burton, mm-hmm. right? I think he's Tim Burton. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't. I'm gonna say no. I don't think it is Oz. I know Sam Raimi. Yeah. Did Tim Burton do Alice Through the Looking Glass? He did, right? I can't remember if he did or Oh, wow. Robert Downey Jr. and Johnny Depp declined the role. Whoa.
That's crazy. Sam Raimi directed it. The film is a spiritual prequel to the 1939 MGM film, The Wizard of Oz. Hmm. So it can't be an actual prequel because Disney does not own The Wizard of Oz. Zach Braff is in this movie? Let's see. It's a winged monkey. Interesting. Wow, that's crazy. In 1954, when the film rights to Bomb's remaining 13 Oz books were made available, the Walt Disney Productions acquired them for use in Walt Disney's television series Disneyland, which led to the live-action film Rainbow Road to Oz, which was abandoned and never completed. After Return to Oz, Disney lost the film rights to Oz books and they were subsequently reverted back to public domain. As of 2019, a sequel is yet to materialize. Anyway, what were you looking up? Oh, no, I wasn't looking up. Oh, I thought you were looking up uh, Alice. Oh, anyways. No. Yeah, Alice through the looking glass. Come back tomorrow for America's Sweetheart. This week in Movies in the Now and Trailer Talk. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Destiny Pizzas. Until next week, grab a slice and enjoy. Goodbye.